Hi, everybody. We have a very special season finale episode of Untapped Philanthropy for you this week. I'm Christy Gannon, CEO of Flex. And today I'm joining Untapped Philanthropy as a guest host so I can interview someone you've all become very familiar with, you know and love her, Flux co-founder and your fearless podcast host, Corinne Mitchell. In honor of concluding the first season of our podcast, Corinne and I thought it would be really fun to flip the script, if you will, and I'm going to put her in the hot seat. Also, as a bonus, we have a special announcement to share with you at the end of the episode. So we're going to dive right on in. So, Corinne, what was your favorite episode of Untapped Philanthropy? Um, it's interesting looking back at the season of, I guess, 11 episodes. This is the 12th and final for the year. There were amazing kind of components of all of it, but it was really interesting. I actually look back at the very first episode, um, with Dan Lamont, actually, who was so energetic and, you know, outside of being like uncommonly kind and eloquent, it really lent an interesting perspective, I thought, to our listeners. It was something that you know, I felt when he sat down with us, he brought through not just the work that he had done over the social sector across multiple years, but the balance of really where we need to be thinking about bringing that grantee experience forward. Um, a lot about the the role of storytelling, um, the ability for us to look at innovation in a different way. I thought that was just such an interesting concept to sort of launch what I think is typically a very grant maker centric realm. So I really appreciated that. I thought also just he was fun. We've been friends forever. Um, that was just a really fun episode and so much anticipation for the big launch of the, the podcast. What a great way to start it off. No, I agree. I loved that episode. Like Dan, Dan is, is just, he just brings such a good energy and Dan's the man. Yeah. Like such a good, awesome perspective to the space. So I love that episode too. I'm glad you called that one out. Yeah. So, you know, I think what's the next question I had was what surprised you the most about this project and work? You know, it's so interesting. I was thinking about what surprised me. And I, I think when I first started the the sort of podcast with my friend uh, Casey and, and the Flux team, we actually had this funny thing where like, I was thinking like, oh my gosh, no one's going to listen to this, but like, whatever, you know, this is a fun experiment. I can call up friends of mine from the industry and make it happen. And I think at the end of the day, like I was very aware that the world does not need another podcast, but it was something I felt passionate about, something I thought would be really interesting. And I think one of the things that's most fascinating about our, our, our group is the, the conversations that need to be happening. And it's not just around the grant makers or just within the grant seekers, but it's actually across the various different verticals of what people do and the role they play. So what was most surprising about the project was that we started off talking to the people we normally would about their roles within a foundation, strength in, in leadership or culture, DEI, but what came of it was a lot of the outreach of people that started to be interested to learn and, and bring their perspective to the conversation. I think a great example of that are you know folks like um, Lynette or Teddy and others that came to the table and offered up perspectives from journalism or or how things are covered in the media. I thought that was fascinating. You know, in terms of the kinds of opportunities we've had to open the conversation up to a larger group and the amount of incoming, if you will requests that continue to come in to, to put guests on the show. I couldn't be happier with the traction that we're having. And I'm really excited about the future because I think that there's just more and more conversations of people that want to be at the table to have both perspective and lend their lens to you know the conversations we're having. So I thought that was so cool. So the outreach absolutely was fascinating. I, I felt the same way. I mean, if I'm going to add my answer to this yeah, too, please. but you know, like I, I was at one of the tag events and someone came over and was talking about one of your podcast episodes 
And That's just shocking. the fact, I love it. <laughs> yeah, it was it was amazing, and because it sparked so many other internal conversations right. about this person's um, organization, and I thought that was really fascinating. You know, just yeah. like, um, some of these you know these conversations were happening you know, outside, but based on some of the conversations right. you were having on the podcast. So it's amazing. Um, yeah, and actually, cool. it's funny. I was playing Cards Against Humanity the other day with like my family. And one of the cards was like your friend's crappy podcast. And I was like, oh, no, that's totally me. <laughs> like, it was like this moment where I was like, oh, gosh. I'm, I, so I'm so thrilled to see the outreach and, and the perspectives that people want to share. It's really powerful. And I think that's the part of the collaboration that we're seeing foundations and nonprofits and grant makers and the public sector start to roll together into one amassed, you know, collaborative effort. I think that's so powerful. So if this yeah, has I any agree. voice... To be able to help that, that's that's really a goal. Yep, I love that. So on to the next question, Corinne. Yes, uh, please. What was the most surprising thing that you learned from a guest? So I actually will jump back to that uh, concept we talked about with journalism, this surprise um, outreach from, obviously, Teddy Schleifer, who I think is a really important voice in the sector. He brings... You know, it's something that, again, I hadn't even thought of the role of journalism in, in philanthropy, which is so myopic of me. But at the same point, being able to look at something to say, you know, what is it that the role that journalism can play around media, social messaging, it gives a broader voice to a lot of the change makers, both large and small, and can serve to really elevate places that people can follow or stray from, you know, uh, and I think it's just a, a big point of reference of what, you know, what is real and, and the role that journalism has to play is one that that has the same level of accountability that really the grant makers should and bringing visibility to where people are making their investments and where they say their values are and how they invest, I think is just such a compelling topic. And I think understanding where we need to see philanthropy change, not only in terms of how it's operationalized or strategized, but how we communicate it, I think is a really interesting topic. So Teddy was one of my more favorites as well in terms of just the true level of, of insight that he brought in that episode. Yeah. And the dip in the perspective, right? Uh, Absolutely. Yeah, Absolutely. So with all the, all these exciting episodes that we've yes. gotten to experience already, was there going to be a second season of untapped? And if yes, what are some of the areas that you're excited to dive into? I mean, heck yeah, this is fun. <laughs> Casey's up for it. I'm in. Um, no, I think it's been so much fun to get into it. I know, you know, we're definitely going to be having the new year roll out with some I think we start with a big, exciting guest. Actually, I think I can mention it. So, so Satanya Fair is going to join us in January. She is absolutely just a powerhouse woman, inspirational, talking a lot. Oh, my gosh, she's the best. And, you know, a lot with diversity, equity, inclusion, how it's looked at in the industry, what we need to be thinking about as we roll into the new year and create structures for our organizations to follow it. Whether you're, you know, a technologist, a nonprofit, a, a grant maker, you know, she's going to have a lot of insight in that, and she's just like funny and fantastic. So I look forward to that yeah, one. I can't wait for that one too. Oh yeah, um, <laughs> I can't wait. And there's some other ones too that are actually going to start to dive into places that I think people will learn a lot. I mean, there's a there are places like um, when we look at blockchain and AI and the role that it should and could play around data ownership and and structures that I think a lot of people hear about but have no idea how it fits into the larger scheme of, of where the where the industry could go. And I think it's a really powerful thing as we start to look at, you know, the the decentralization efforts and and a global, you know, presence for for a lot of the the data technology and nonprofits. I think that's the thing that we can start to explore a bit. So we're going to talk about a lot of topics that actually might be a little bit different from the typical, again, strategy or operation. 
but dive into places of innovation and, and really excited about some of the speakers we have lined up to do so. Perfect. All right, Christy, I'm flipping the tables back to you. It's my turn to, uh, to ask questions because <laughs> it's, it's the final podcast, so I get to do this. And I've been talking all year long, so I'm not stopping now. So a big reason why we're excited for you know the next season of Untapped Philanthropy is that we can sort of extend into these areas of growth and you know innovation, like a chapter two, if you will. Speaking of chapter twos, Flux is also onto its next big adventure into collaborative philanthropy and making some big investments to obviously bring that into a reality for the whole sector. Christy, can you tell us more about this news that's afoot and how it will continue to support our grant makers, their communities, and the evolving social sector? Yeah, I'd love to, Corinne. Thanks for asking. <laughs> Flux is, we're really pleased to announce, um, we've publicly shared this a couple weeks back, but that we were acquired by Metamorph Partners. And really, like, that's such an awesome opportunity for us and Flux. And like you said, Flux Chapter 2 or Flux 2.0. Right. Yeah. It gives, gives us this, yeah, it gives us this time to really double down on this incredible community of grant makers and change makers. I mean, I think that's really important to all of us at Flux. And how we do that is, you know, we're going to be putting our efforts behind a couple different areas, I think. You know, so first, we want to continue to grow the Flux community and our team so that you know, our incredible community of, of customers has access to new resources and, you know, new capabilities as we take this step forward. And then second, you know, we want to use this to invest in customer service and also improve our platform, you know, and modernize our platform so that we can address the changing needs of grant makers. I mean, you know, what we were doing 10 years ago, it's different. Like the expectations are different now and we need to be able to move quickly and, and make those changes. And then lastly, you know, we want to offer these like new and innovative capabilities. Like there's really awesome things around data, you know, reporting and analytics. We're spending a lot of time on the grantee experience, you know, thinking about how, you know, not just on the foundation side, which is obviously important operationally, but also the, you know, the person who's applying for the grant, um, really focusing on that, that person's experience and making sure that it's accessible and that it's easy to use and that it's intuitive. And third, I mean, you know, we, we want to continue to offer new and really cool capabilities for our community. So we want to bring some new products and features like uh, reporting and analytics. There's such incredible information that, you know, like our community is looking at and trying to use to learn and evolve and get better. So reporting and analytics is going to be an area that we're spending some time on. And I think really, you know, like using that as sort of the launch point for us to really think about collaboration and collective philanthropy. You know, what we want to do is accelerate that collective and collaborative work. And by modernizing our platform and really making the technology work so it can support, you know, that collaborative and, you know, grant making activity is going to be the next chapter for our sector. And so like, that's really what Flux 2.0 needs to do. We need to get the, the, the technology in place to support where the sector is going. Right. I mean, what do you think all that means for philanthropy? I mean, where is it going? What is the sort of uh, super goal, if you will, of all this work that we're talking about that I think in the, the short to midterm absolutely enables collaboration? But tell me a little bit about that big dream we, we all started off with. I, mean, I think, you know, there's a lot that you've covered on some of these podcasts, you know, about with the Untapped Philanthropy podcasts and the, the people that have been joining and talking about what what should philanthropy look like as we move forward. And a lot of that is around, you know, we're better together. 
we're better as a collective and working together. So, you know, it's about making work, making it easier for the nonprofits to do their work, to work with other nonprofits, for funders to work with other funders. And obviously, most importantly, mixing those two, making that work between the two of them very easy. And uh, I'm, I'm speaking on it probably from a primarily technology perspective, but mm-hmm. you know, that work right now is, is happening, but it's, it takes time. It takes a lot of effort. And, you know, the goal of making that, you know, co-granting, you know, co-funding different initiatives, like strategic right. initiatives, which are made up of many different contributors, like that should be easier. It can be easier and it, it needs to be easier. So that's really like, I think the, um, you know, putting the putting the pieces in place to make collective philanthropy a reality is really mm-hmm. like what we need to be doing, right? And I mean, and Corinne, I mean, I'd love to hear what you you know what you think. <laughs> well, I think when we started Flux like eleven years ago, the vision was always the same, and it has and continues to be real for us. And that's something that I look at as a you know way to bring together all the grant makers and the grant seekers and say, how do we create a mechanism? to have that collaboration, understand that, that large scale impact. But I think the reality is, is that in the early days, Flux may have seen it as something that we needed to create. But I think it's recognizing now as we are a part of that larger ecosystem where those interoperabilities must exist and how we work together. And the idea of multi-party engagement goes beyond, way beyond the grant makers and grant seekers. And, and I think that's something that, you know, we look at and it's not just the the social sector, it's the public sector and the private sector. It's the merging of those and making data and information and systems really grow into something that supports philanthropy and solves a lot of the human problems that I think we run into around that collaboration. So I'm really excited about that. That's a great way to put it. Yeah, I'm really excited about that. And I'm really excited too about what it means when we talk about multi-party engagement. It's so, it sounds so like formal, but it's really about you know, it's about vendors coming together. It's about technologists. It's about, you know, you know, the, the academics. It's all the various pieces that, that bring, I think, the impact of social sector work to light and, and to fruition. And that's so evidence to me, even what we talked about earlier, like even having Teddy Schleifer come on and say journalism has a role. And I mean, it's just such an interesting myriad of, of folks that all contribute in. So I'm really excited about what that means. And collaboration takes on a whole new meaning from what I think what we thought originally was a technology solution that just had to be deployed and owned by one person in one org. It's actually, it's a, it's a symphony of, uh, of a lot of people coming together and, and bringing their perspectives in. So I'm so excited about where that's going. And I think for the first time ever in, in, the, in the years that we've been doing this, that I feel like the industry is getting the importance of it. So I'm excited to see where 2022 brings us. Yeah, I love that too. I love your, your symphony reference. I mean, that's exactly, <laughs> that's such a great way to put it. And that, you know, it is like you, it, you can do a good job playing, playing solo, but it sounds so much right. better when you're all together. So and much I, better. Less and pressure. I do agree. <laughs> I think like we see a lot, a lot more of those conversations happening. And to me, that's right. really uh, inspiring. Like, you know, it really gets me excited about what we get to do in the right. next couple months and the next few years. So I'm with Yeah, you. well, I mean, a cheers to that future indeed. I think we would uh, we would all be in a really great spot if we can continue this mo- this movement and this momentum uh, that we're seeing. So thank you all to, obviously, to those contributors to that vision, to, of course, the listeners, those who have read the blogs, and, of course, our amazing guests that have... Uh, always joined us to explore this funding technology and uh, 
policy trifecta of grant making and philanthropy. So I've been so honored to have this role to be able to bring those voices up and forward. But yeah, I'm ex- I'm excited for the future. So here's to a, a good season one and a cheers to the the upcoming season two, right? That's right. No, it was, it was fantastic. And I just want to second your thank you to uh, everyone you list you listed, you know, including the listeners, our guests, and everybody who is, you know, contributing to making this incredible work on the ground happen. So, um, and Corinne, I always feel grateful every time I get to talk to you, but I hope <laughs> you enjoyed playing the, the interviewee for this special season finale of, uh, of Untapped Philanthropy. So thanks for letting me turn the tables oh, on you. Oh, well, thank you for in, in interviewing me on my my very own podcast. <laughs> but um, but no, I you know it was a total joy. It was fun to be on the other side. I can see where the the nerves can kick in on some of those things too. And actually, one final thank you. I'm sorry to so, throw so many things. Just for the the great season one. Thank you to Casey, our yes. producer, who is just Casey. such a stud. At Casey, you're the best. Thanks, man, for all your help on this. Couldn't do it without you. Yeah, thanks, Casey. And, you know, as we wrap up, I just want to say you can listen and download our episodes on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, and of course, directly from our website at flux.io. And if you like what you heard, give us a review and make it easier for the community to connect and discover more about the future of philanthropy and to learn more from experts when season two kicks off this coming January. Thanks so much, everybody. 